Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please, please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Do people have heart attacks? Um, At Dragon Con? At Dragon Con? During the parade? It's had to have happened. I'm sure. Heat stroke. I, I was talking to somebody about this recently. I'm surprised. Like, I've seen fights at Dragon Con. Have you? I think I saw I don't one. I think I have. But but people it's, are usually pretty cool with each other. You would think there'd be more of that, like more yeah. medical emergencies. Right. More. more. Right. There's, there's so always, many people. Right. You would think there would be more punching happening. Because there's always like some sort of a football tournament going on, like an SEC yeah, championship. Yeah. Oh yeah, Am the, I correct? the yeah. college football you would, starts. You would yeah. think a costume would maybe get ruined and somebody would get mad about it, or somebody would grab part of a costume and right. break it. Right. I mean, that definitely There'd happens, be, like, a nerd but... fight. Happening. And then, like, the costume fairy costume would, like, sweep in and, like, you know, have the stitch or whatever. Oh, yeah, there's always someone who... There's a guy who posted on Reddit, and his costume this year is to be a cosplay repairman. Yeah. And he carries supplies with him. That's very helpful. Yeah. Cool, yeah. dude. Cool, man. <laughs> I've seen the deodorant fairy and, like, oh, yeah. pictures of oh, that. Oh, wow. That's yeah, great. I don't know if I, how kindly I'd take to. There's some you. smells a dragon. So which <laughs> are we gonna? Which fairies are we gonna be? Um, yes, have some. Um, the yes, fairies? have some fairies. Is that okay? We're like teeth fairy, tooth mm-hmm. fairies. Mm-hmm. Teeth fairies. Yeah, teeth we're fairies. teeth fairies. <laughs> because there's more than one of us. We're not the yeah. tooth fairies. We're no. teeth fairies. Yeah. yeah what happens cute. is if uh, we're like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. You lose a tooth at Dragon Con. Put uh, it on your pillow. And Jake will play some guitar for you. <laughs> That's how it works. Y'all are we heard recording? that? Are we, are, we are in. Dude, this, this is I was, gold. I was about to say this is a good. This is a good start if we're recording. Yeah, if not, if we're idiots. I was vibing on your jam. What are you, what are you getting into over there? Yeah, Jake, tell it's us. Just, there's there's a guitar hanging on the wall near where I'm recording, and I just hit it. I'm not playing anything. Oh. It's just there. I thought this was going to be like, yes, have some unplugged. Dude, I imagine Jake, She's like, tuning up over there. Like, oh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ooh, I like that. We could just sing all of our asshole opinions. Yes, I like that. <laughs> if someone's going to animate wait, 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 this, wait. will they please draw Jake with a guitar? Because I know someone Hold was on. talking about animating yes, have some. Is this, is this episode, yes, have some, the musical? Oh, please. And we sing the whole episode? Okay. I'm Craig, not a go get your okay. keyboard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's over yonder, not plugged in, but I could do it. Get the ukulele. (laughs) I'm going to do backup vocals. We could be like, 
Dark Tower bombed. Mm, didn't see it. <laughs> um, well, that was catchy, dude. You Thank know you. what? So. Let, let's can we talk about Dark Tower for like a second? Oh, let's do it. God, yeah. That's so. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Have we talked about it at all since it came out on mm-hmm. the show? No, but before we do that, we should say hello, everybody. Welcome to episode. Yeah. Good evening. Yes, have some. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to episode 68 of Yes Have Some Thank podcast. You. Thank You're you. Welcome. I'm just, I'm not having it tonight, so I'm going to need you. Craig's going through some stuff, y'all. We're, yeah. talking, <laughs> we're talking about prop stress. Yeah, I'm having some tonight. Dude. I'm not having some. Uh, yeah, episode 68. It's a little manic. It's good. Fuck it. Jake, what's up, man? Talk about Dark Tower. Dude, so, okay, so Dark, Dark Tower, Stephen King. Uh, one of the most like look forward people have been looking forward to an adaptation of the Dark Tower for I don't know what like ten years mm-hmm. they've been talking about yep. it forever. We finally got it. I have not watched it and I haven't watched it for a couple of reasons. One, I hear it's fucking terrible, and mm-hmm. two, I want to read the books and I don't want to watch yeah. a shitty movie first to taint like my reading experience. So I'm I'm holding off on it. But I had a friend stop in the shop today, a friend of mine I've known him for a long time, and he is a huge Dark Tower fan. And he was telling me he he first of all he saw the movie the night it opened and made this like giant Facebook post about it. But he's been a Dark Tower fan, he says like his whole like almost his whole life. Like he he was like 13 years I've been reading the Dark Tower books. He loves them. He's like got Dark Tower tattoos and shit. And he's like He's he's like this legit, movie. yeah. He 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 hated it. He oh, was like this movie. He's like this movie's awful. He's like even if you haven't read the books, don't see this movie. He's like it's not just a bad adaptation of the Dark Tower. It's just a bad movie altogether. Mm. Wow. And I yeah. was just like, I just let him like vent for a little bit. Like he's a Stephen King fan and he's read other stuff too. But Dark Tower is like it's his favorite. Yeah. And he just hated it. He said it was awful. He said it's nothing like the book. He said they change a lot of stuff. It's weird. The character stuff is weird. It's like yeah. focused too much on the kid and it's, you know, they kind of dumbed it down a little bit. And he he just went off. I was just like it was like I I felt like I should have been recording him and he should have had a special, you know, stress section of the episode tonight yeah. cuz he was like he was upset about it, you know. Dude, what this is what we should do every week. Uh, for the next four weeks, we should have a segment called DTF, Dark Tower mm-hmm. Fans. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. Uh, where we I got <laughs> really excited about that. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, we just bring somebody on to rant and rave about uh, how good the books are and how shitty the movie is. Yeah. It sounds fun, yeah. It sounds good to me. Yeah, I've yet the, to hear anybody say anything positive, so. No, you know, actually one guy did say he liked it. His name was uh, Stephen King. Oh, he God. said it was good. <laughs> Dude! That stresses me out because I was on here a couple of weeks ago talking about Joe Hill, like in his review of it, the upcoming movie, and how excited he Joe was. Joe Hill and, being Stephen King, yeah, King's his son. son. So I was, you know, maybe I don't know. Like, and we've talked about how Stephen King has, you know, come out a couple years later, like after things have died down, and been like, yeah, I fucking hated whatever. So <laughs> I'm like really stressed out now. Um, yes, I don't know. I'm gonna say this though, like between the two, you know. Dark Tower and It are both, like, those are kind of the the top two. They're always in the top three. You know, if, mm-hmm, if you right. see a list and it's, like, top Stephen King books, those two are usually, like, they're in the top three. It's usually those yeah. two in the stand. Those right. are always, right. like, it's, it's always that. So when you got two 
of like the top best Stephen King books getting adaptations at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, we've been pretty vocal about how exciting it is, but I'm going to, this is pretty awful, but like if one of them is going to be bad, I would rather, I'd much rather it be Mm -hmm. Dark Tower than it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope it is as good as people are saying Dark Tower is bad. Yeah. I think, yeah. The runtime alone, I feel like puts it, well in a better position so, so here's the thing it's like because it's mind-boggling like to think twice of like, as long yeah <laughs> thank uh, god here's the thing so because it looks amazing the dark tower i was reading a little bit about it and obviously none of us have seen it so i'm sure somebody out there is listening who's just basically discounting our opinion because yeah, we haven't seen we the haven't movie. yeah we haven't seen it right. we're just going off of what some people we're yeah, going don't, off don't yell at us we haven't yeah seen it. yeah it's fine like we you don't have to watch Sharknado 5 to know is probably not great. Right. Um, right. I was the in name... the movie theater to see uh, Baby Driver with my dad, and the trailer came on for The Dark Tower, and he was like, oh, that looks bad. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I know. So, I mean, um, the common layman. The By the way, the new um, Dude, Sharknado, Global Swarming, that's what it was called. Oh, so, good yeah. name. Got it. Uh, but, yeah, so as far as Dark Tower goes, so I mean. Bees? There's no bee. Well, maybe there are bees. Oh, that's what <laughs> um, I'm assuming. Maybe there are bees. Bee sharks. It's like um, the mist. Bee sharks. Okay. Shark bees. Mm. Shark hornets. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Shark bee movie. Charlotte hornets. Bee movie. All right. Jerry what, Seinfeld. What is, <laughs> Wait. Right, we've gotten way what? off. Though. Uh, Dark Tower. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. I was reading about it, and I was reading about the development of it and kind of the clashing of... Uh, <clears throat> visions between the director and the producers and Stephen King and everybody else. And they were worried that like the material was not going to be able to be adapted because they, this thing happens now where, or it's always happened where they feel like they need to dumb down the material. So audiences understand it and accept it. But I just don't know where that comes from because if you look at the current state of television, you have all these like intellectual shows Mm-hmm. That are extremely popular with the masses. Westworld, Game of Thrones. Westworld, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Better Call mm-hmm. Saul. Like these are not like run of the mill, like lowest common denominator. Yeah, True stories. Detective like swept the nation when that came out, and it was like getting people to buy books and read things and like express fan theories and like that. People are all about that kind of stuff. So. Right. So I don't understand that notion. Like, I think all of us can say, no matter what, Dark Tower is a seven book series that just deserves to be a long-form television show where you get somebody who's a giant Stephen King fan who loves those books, who wants to take on the task of adapting it for HBO or Netflix or whatever, and then you just start going and you start with The Gunslinger or or with whatever the prequel book is and Mm -hmm. you just go. Yeah. Uh, I think I always get confused when you have a major corporation like Sony with a big-budget movie and they say... We're doing the Dark Tower movie. It's going to have Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, and it's kind of not going to follow the books. It's going to be its own thing. Like, without seeing one frame of footage, everyone goes, well, that sounds terrible. There's no way that could be good. (laughs) Yeah. There's, like, a complete and utter absence of logic and respect when you look at the body of work. Like, for something that, like, enormous... That is like a compilation of all sorts of characters. And this is, again, coming from someone who hasn't read them. Although, thank you for the graphic novel, uh, Troy Benjamin. Uh, super pumped about that. And I will eventually get to them. And as a fan of Stephen King and someone who's read, I don't know, a, a, you know, a 
kind of respectable amount at this point within the last year. Because, yeah, I started reading him in November of last year. So I'm almost at my one-year mark with Stephen King, and I will read The Gunslinger at some point. But it makes no sense that the movie is that short and that that's the approach and that they're going to cherry-pick like it's some sort of a buffet and they can just walk away with a very small tray of what is like a huge feast of a books or a a bunch of books. So it never – it just doesn't make sense We've talked about it. The best comparison – yeah, uh, <laughs> it's good. The best comparison is Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. There was a time in the development of Lord of the Rings when they pitched it as one movie. And that Ooh. just doesn't make sense. No. You can't take yeah. what is essentially. I'm making, <laughs> I'm making up words. It's good. Essentially, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to call you on Essentially it. and eventually. You got some. You I know, got str- guys. The stress is Can real. Can we say it? Not yet. Okay. I'm saving that stress. Uh, what it. is essentially. Save it. An epic, right? You've got uh-huh. these three massive books. It's high fantasy. It tons of characters, tons of lore, a massive story with huge battles and everything else. And that is kind of what Dark Tower has. And you just can't do that in an hour and a half. You, you can't do it respectably. So, mm-hmm. right. um, we'll all see it. I'm sure. I heard Idris Elba was good. So I'm sure I've is. read that a couple. I, I mean, I'm sure he blurb, is. It's so. one of those situations where. Uh, you have somebody who's really talented, and you just don't give them the material to work with. And mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to have an hour and a half dark tower, like picking and choosing a couple, you know, I don't know what they listen. I read the first dark tower. I, I'm not even a. You guys are the Stephen King's fan. I, I, I read the Gunslinger, and I've read a breakdown and synopsis, and like it doesn't I said, it's look like, a, like what I saw right. in the previews for Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. So, um, I if. If the movie was well-reviewed, we would have all seen it. Like, we would have all gone to the theater and been happy with it. But the reviews were bad, and the fans don't like it. So, uh, movies are expensive. Abby, you found that out yesterday. Dude, yeah. I will spent $50 on tickets to see Dunkirk. Again, with my dad. I know. I've been doing, like, dad dates. Uh, But, yeah, I went to see Dunkirk yesterday. I ended up getting the tickets at a different theater, like, on the south side of Atlanta, where it was like $10. The and IMAX theater at Atlantic Station. Dude, the seats uh, didn't okay. recline, but it was like a much cheaper uh, experience. And it was still IMAX, so. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Guys, um, can we can we call this episode um, the one where they spend 20 minutes talking about a movie they haven't seen? Yeah, because I feel like this was a long <laughs> breakdown of something we haven't seen. Was this Let's Man judge of Steel? Who are we? The New Hampshire, Hampshire Ghostbusters? Yeah, dude. <laughs> what? Wait, yes, that's true. Oh, God. Um, it's good, I though. get it. I finally get their, their uh, <laughs> I get what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, no, come on. We're all, it's all good. Um, I don't know. Dark Tower, we'll see it Do soon. Do we want to get to our stress? No, we have a lot to okay. cover. Okay, um, <laughs> He wants to jump in. I well, in. I, lo- I mean, Abby sent me a, a rundown with a bunch of shit on it. Uh, there's some. There's a lot going on. There's some good there's, shit on this. There's some good shit. Let's yeah. start talking about some good Stephen King related What's stuff. Up? What's guys, is, is there any? I don't know. Well, I want to tell you guys something. Yeah. I know we're all excited about it. I know you yeah. guys are thrilled about it. There's a yeah. lot of promotion happening right now. There They're is. ramping it up. I got into a little tift with a guy at work today about it. Yeah. Did my, you? What my, happened? My buddy Peter. An it tift. An it tift. A tit. Uh, my buddy Peter's a huge horror fan, and from the second the first trailer. Hold on. Came, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Do we know what his favorite horror movie is? Um, we want to judge him. He, I want to judge him. I don't know. Jake him. does. His, I don't okay. want to talk shit about him. So he's a huge horror fan, fanatic. Uh, his mm-hmm. favorite horror movie 
would be Halloween three and also uh, Hellraiser. Those are his two. Halloween three. That he loves Halloween three. That is, I mean, that's probably my favorite Halloween movie. Yeah. But it's, I feel that that's weird to say. Like my favorite horror movie is Halloween three. I know. I like. Hellraiser. I like both of those movies though. Right. Continue. Um, but his his whole and I do respect his opinion. His whole thing is. He and you guys, I want you to chime in on this because you guys have been reading okay. a lot about it. Is he on the show? Is he? Uh, He's you got not him on the phone. He's not. Can we no, get no. him on, guys? Listen, this is yes. Have some podcast. We talk about movies we haven't seen, and we talk about people who aren't here to defend themselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's what we do. Um, he has never read the book, mm-hmm. but he loves the miniseries. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. And I think, and he's very. Jake, a little bit like you, he's yeah. critical of modern horror, the Conjuring mm-hmm. series and things like there's, that. Jump scares. Yeah, there's uh, plenty of reason to be mm-hmm. to be that way. Right. Yeah. Mm. And I can his whole... He, y'all don't like Annabelle? <laughs> uh, his, he thinks Pennywise looks stupid. Oh. Like, that's okay. his opinion. He okay. thinks Pennywise, in his opinion, should be kind of a, a fun, inviting look to him. Uh, kind of like the Tim Curry. That's because that's what he knows and loves, right? That's his frame mm-hmm. of reference. So I wanted to get your guys' opinion. Is you guys have both read the book? You both like the miniseries a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel? Do you think it's going to be hard for people whose main frame of reference is the miniseries to accept the new Pennywise? I don't think overall. I I mean, obviously there are going to be some people like that, but I have also seen. You know, it has always been one of those. It's it's very popular and and Tim Curry as Pennywise is very very iconic and it's mm-hmm. one of those it's one of those things that you're just like Tim Curry is Pennywise you know right. like that's it and yeah. it was a, <laughs> it was it. a it was a very big you know <laughs> when they started literally that's it. oh boy um, <laughs> so many but you know when they started when they started there. talking about a new film that's the one thing everybody's worried about they're like well who's gonna be better. Than Tim Curry and Tim Curry mm-hmm. is great and he's scary at moments, but that Pennywise and and that movie is very different from the book from from what the book is and it's going to be very different from what this is and I can't if someone doesn't like the way you know the new the new Pennywise looks then I mean that there's nothing you can do for that you know like that's just their opinion like if you don't like the way it looks then you don't like the way it looks but yeah. but is all this stuff has been coming out and the trailers have hit. And now there's, you know, a four minute clip of Pennywise speaking, which I think is the thing that people need to see. You know, yes. like that's you can't judge it until you see the whole package. And uh, I've seen a ton of people who were just like um, Tim Curry, who, you know, like people who are huge fans of it and huge fans of the miniseries are like, oh, this is already better. Like this yeah. is already way Scary. scarier. Dude. It's way creepier. It's way yes. like I don't I know. I giggled like when I was watching that yeah, clip like, with the dialogue. Like I felt like I was in the deadlights. Like legitimately, it grabbed me and got me. Like it's way creep. It's that that little four minute clip of of Georgie and Pennywise yeah. talking to each other. It's first of all, it is way closer to the book, and yes. he's like. He's scary and creepy, but also like charming and like funny, funny. at the yes. same time. Yeah. Well, exactly. And that's how you should be alluring. And that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So I can understand someone who's never picked up the book 
you know, not liking what they're seeing because this is nothing like the miniseries. Mm-hmm. But Very I like true. that because I, I like want it, it to be like the book. And I feel like his costume and his whole aesthetic and look is more faithful to the book because isn't it, if I recall, and you're reading it currently, like right now, I finished it probably back in like March. Um, isn't like the costume that he's described wearing in like the photo album, like back from whatever, the turn of the century, like 1900s, like carnival photos, isn't he kind of like, I feel like the aesthetic that he has in this movie is faithful to the way he's described in some of those pictures. And like, he's, he, his, the, the outfit is always described as silver with orange pom-poms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they also at one point say he's got like a blue tie on. Uh-huh. Um, but they also, he, he does, as far as the face, the only thing they ever really say is that he's got a big red smile, mm-hmm. but they also describe him as looking like Pennywise. Um, wait, he is Bozo Pennywise. The they they describe him as looking like Bozo right. or or kind of Ronald McDonald. And mm-hmm. I do think, and I do think this Pennywise like kind of looks like Ronald McDonald a little bit, like the new one. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, he, I think he, I think he is in the book. He's not. Like this Pennywise is just he is creepy looking. Like you look at him, he's scary looking all the he doesn't look like a normal clown and mm-hmm. he is kind of just described as like just a regular looking clown in the mm-hmm. in the book. Um but I think like with with that scene, the clip that's going around of him in the sewer, uh-huh. you can definitely you can definitely see that he can he can be silly and more clown like and like childlike. And he can, like, ride that line of being, like, oh, this is a clown. Yeah. Or, oh, this is a scary clown. This is you know? terrifying. So, yeah, kill them all. Like, that yeah. shit is scary. I completely agree. So and, I can't, like, I don't know, man. Like, Craig, just tell your friend, like, <laughs> just tell him to be, uh, I don't know, just tell him to try to be open to it. Because it's, it's going to be different, you know. But, I don't know. Tell him to read the book, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably won't. I probably just won't bring it up. Well, I'll probably wait till because the promotion for this movie is amazing, and we're, that's what we're going to talk about is mm-hmm. some of these promotional events going on. They're promoting this movie like an Avengers movie. Like I knew this movie was going to be big and people are going to be talking about it, but I maybe just because we're so ingrained in it, I feel like it's everywhere. Yeah, I there feel like that's an like appropriate response to the reaction to the trailer and just the amount of interest in. The movie uh, itself, because like obviously we were saying, it's like for most Stephen King readers, it's their like number one or like first read or whatever. So there's a lot of investment that people have and a lot of excitement. I think like the Instagram campaign with like all the when the the kids got together, the Losers Club, when they assembled those actors and um, those actors and Bev, um, which they like they were posting pictures where they all like there was there was so much like charisma and like magnetism and I felt like I just couldn't take my eyes off of that stuff and like I feel like people are legitimately excited about this like I am so they can't get enough of it and that's why there are all these cool experiences and things that are popping up um which we posted a video of the uh, the virtual not the virtual reality experience but the 29 Nebolt House Hollywood experience mm-hmm. um John Yerkeba was awesome and Jake I know that you were in our little group message on Instagram yeah. oh, I want to bring that up by the which, way hold on sorry Craig you're not in so John messages me and John have a long ongoing Facebook message back and forth and Anytime you would tell me something cool or show me a picture, we'd t- have a conversation. I would tell Abby, and she'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And we'd be kind of dismissive of it. 
And then a couple days later, oh, John sent me this one thing. She'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then it comes out that John, Jake, and Abby. He's been moonlighting. He just talks to all of us separately. You guys have been getting the same messages. <laughs> well, like, I was talking. He is. was messaging me on, yo. Yeah, hey, you got me? You good. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I'm good. Yeah, no, John was messaging me on, on Facebook, and he was sending me some pictures about it. And then and then the, the Instagram thing Message, popped yeah. up as well. So yeah. there, there was two conversations going on. Is he, yeah. So uh, he's a busy man. Abby. Yeah. You've, yes. been, you've been following it closely. Tell us mm-hmm. what's going on. In well, um, John was sending us pictures like of the building of the house, like the early construction, like from the very first floor to the second till it was all the way built. And it looks just like the one from the movie, like, which is reminiscent of what I imagined when I read the book. Um, and it's totally frightening. And he was texting us um, the night that he was in line. And apparently the line was really long. And from what we'd heard, like, you get let in with, like, groups of uh, seven, like, your losers mm-hmm. that you walk through. And so, uh, yeah, he was, like, sending us pictures of the Georgies that were out there with their raincoats. And I, like, jokingly was like, hey, dude, why don't you ask them, like, where they got their raincoat? Because I was at that moment looking up raincoats for Dragon Con because I want to do that Georgie costume. I know I've talked about that. Um, anyway... John, like, literally went up and asked the guy and, like, sent me a link, like, the next morning. And so now I ordered it, and so now I'm doing that uh, costume. I've got a couple of thoughts on everything you just said. One, when they were constructing the house the night before the attraction opened, John sent us a picture, and all the Georgies were outside holding red balloons. Yes, yes. And I was like, well, as cool as that is, visually, it takes you out of it a little bit knowing that they were just in training. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like the yeah. fact that uh, John's Georgie in his tour was a girl because I was like, "Oh, Paul Fig directed this tour." <laughs> um, <laughs> good. Yeah, so good. I oh. like the idea that they that she they was were, a very good tour guide. They by were the way. just doing some onboarding, um, <laughs> but besides that, um, yeah, it's just really cool that they built this attraction and that you get to go and take a tour. Now it's sold out pretty quickly, mm-hmm. uh, and then John was on a waiting list, and he ended up being able to get in. Uh-huh. Um, but what I really like is, as Abby mentioned, John goes up and asks them for Abby what brand of raincoat they're yeah. wearing. I have to look at it up The now. thing that's funny is, like, how did they know? Like, the people working <laughs> there, like... I like. Dude, be, I bet when they it, got the they, job, maybe they had to meeting, buy their own. Yeah, I bet they had to supply their own, and then they were like reimbursed. It was like, oh, that's interesting. Everybody go buy your own raincoat. Yeah, they probably all got an email. Well, because you don't want the kind of situation where everybody is just kind of free forming. Like one guy has comes up with like a blue raincoat. He's like, no, this is good. I just had oh, this one. Yeah, this one's just as good. It's green. <laughs> it's fine. Um. So yeah, uh, Abby, you're gonna sport a little uh, Georgie costume action at mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Con. Yeah, I got my green rain, uh, rain boots too. So. Now, what's the balloon situation? Well, that's been kind of stressful because part of me wants to, like, waltz into Dragon Con on, like, Thursday when I check into the hotel with a huge, like, bouquet of red balloons. 99 red balloons. Yeah, like, that are already blown up because I just love that idea. But then I also want to keep it going when I'm dressed as Georgie and I kind of want to pass out balloons. So I'm thinking of getting, like, a portable helium tank and then just buying a bunch of red balloons and, like... Passing them out to people as Georgie in the corner. Cause, yeah. 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 Why not? Why not? They'll flood too. Yeah. I love that idea. Uh, one thing about DragonCon, if you've never been, there's a lot of interactivity with costumes. So people give out things. 
Uh, what were those little rubber duckies we got last year? Dude, I don't know, but people are always passing stuff out, so yeah. I figure I want to throw something um, in. So listen, the It experience is going on right now in Hollywood. If you're out there, go check it out. It looks absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, John did take the full video. Yeah, I couldn't believe you could actually film, too, Like, because I said to him, I was like, will you make sure you film it all as a joke? And then he filmed it all, so yeah. that was really cool. You should ask him for some money. Yeah, dude, I should, like, you should save like a million dollars <laughs> and like do a... Like, that's the other secret, because he's going to be staying at our house for a couple of days before Dragon Con, because he's going to be flying in for Dragon Con. I have this, like, secret fantasy that, like, all the walls of our house are going to be, like, illustrated with, like, really cool, like, drawings of me yeah. and, like, just, and just, Wait, so you, you just want him to draw all over your walls? Mostly. Yeah, like, just to, yeah, like, I'll paint over them. Or, like, just anything, any free space, I'm just, like, I feel like there's... Nobody let me near a paint can. No. Uh, Let's not... Do you want to talk about it? I feel like should I just pre- we, yeah because I feel like it's weighing out. it's it's just weighing on you so let's it is that. weighing on me a little bit and then uh, so here's what we'll do I'll I'll talk about what would have been my stress because uh, since we're already talking about Dragon Con and then we'll we'll go on because we got some other cool stuff going on um, so uh, anybody who I'm friends with on Facebook yes I have some you've been following I've been building a prop a new prop for Dragon Con it is a uh, an adult sized version of the Ghostbusters two Ecto Charger pack. Uh, which, Kenner. which was Kenner's version of the slime blower from Ghostbusters 2. Uh, I've worked really hard on it. Been building it for about a month. Got it into a really good place. It was painted. It was ready for decals. I built the gun. I was super, super happy with it. It has turned out a lot. He better. got like 100 likes on Facebook. Oh, so. God. I didn't want to brag. Oh, 100? Um, wow. Yeah. 100 likes. 100 clicks. And, Getting uh, all the clicks. So what happened was I, I had it painted. The paint turned out perfect. Uh, I was really happy with it, and then when I was going to go put the decals on, I realized that the shape, because it, it was, the original one was purple, it was like a light purple, but I couldn't find the correct color spray paint. Mm-hmm. So I went with a shade plant. No, it's just a shade of purple, it's called gloss purple, that I thought would do. It looks really good. I went to put the Ghostbusters 2 decal on, which has kind of a bluish uh, purple background, and I realized that the slime blower was a couple shades too dark. So then, for about four or five days, I've been on this adventure trying to find the correct color spray paint. Now, I'm not going to go long. I'm not going to drag this story out. I know everybody's wondering what happened. I bought some new spray paint that was the perfect color, but because I'm impatient, and because I'm like five or six other words that I called myself uh, tonight after... I think I screwed it up. I think I screwed up the, uh, the pack. <laughs> yeah. I bought this paint that it was a fluorescent purple paint, but I did not realize it is a chalk-based paint, like the kind of paint you put to mark your lawn, like where they're going to put like a mm-hmm. cable down, like you see the orange paint in the grass. Yeah, so it's got like a texture and like a powder it's got a, to it. And it's also, it's a temporary paint. Mm-hmm. So I spray painted... Oh, I spray-painted the entire thing. So you think you could get rid of it, right? Because it's temporary. You would think. I spray-painted the entire thing, this new shade of purple. And the color was perfect, but I noticed it kind of had, like, this weird chalky texture to it. It looks fuzzy. Kind of fuzzy. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird, but I bet I can probably sand that down. And once I started sanding it down and realizing what was happening, I freaked out and repainted it. The original purple, and now what I have is a very terribly painted, uneven, 
weird. There was a garden hose at one point. Yeah, I hosed it down at one point. <laughs> it was like it was getting it got a little so, like Howard and, Hughes and for a minute. For the last three or four hours, I've been frantically like sanding, priming, <laughs> right up until we were podcasting. Yeah, sanding, prime my hands and feet have pain on them. Uh, it's a stress as a prop builder or somebody who's dabbled in it. It's it's when you get it into a really good place and you just try to do that. Like I feel like I just. I went that one extra step I shouldn't have gone. So, but we've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. I'm going to continue to work on it. I think I probably need to get like a, a sandblaster or an orbital sander or something and just completely strip all of the paint off of it mm-hmm. and start over. Not looking forward to it considering I was almost done. Like I was yeah. 95% of the way there. Uh, but hey, we got two weeks till Dragon Con and it wouldn't be a Dragon Con if you weren't frantically working on a prop up until yeah, the last dude. second. Yes. So that's my stress. So if you've heard me stumble over words, say some of the wrong names. I made up a couple words earlier. There was what a was word, the word I made up? I don't remember. Casuality? I liked it. <laughs> I said something weird. Good word, though. Aspirational. It, it, the stress, like, we, we say this sometimes. The stress is real. My stress is extremely real tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if somebody, uh, if we were on the radio... And somebody tuned in, and they just heard my tone of voice say, the stress is extremely real. He's, ta- he's talking about a slime blower. Yeah, you might think I have a sickness or a terminal <laughs> illness. Uh, but listen, we take this shit so seriously. Yeah. Abby has given me some looks. What? Yeah. I mean. Do I sound sad? Yeah. I think I feel like it's still bumming you out. It is about. bumming me out. I worked really <laughs> goddamn hard, but here's the promise I'm going to make. To the yes, have some universe. I'm going to fix it. I just want Dude, to fix it, it happens. Now. It happens every year. You know, it's always <laughs> stressful. Like, because every year we say, like, hey, we're going to start props, you know, before. Plenty of time to get everything done. Yeah. And there's always, like, shit that goes wrong. Yep. You know, there's always, like, it's always down to the last I minute. Mean, That's what happens. Yeah. But, like, Jake, the thing's would... looking good. The paint, you, you fucked your paint up, but I it looks really it good. Yeah, just And you say can it. fix it. It's Jake. frustrating. But Admitting it's that you have a problem is the first step. So, Jake, to make myself feel better, I'm going to harp on a couple other times in the past where we've had similar stress at Dragon Con. Yeah. So, Jake, let's, let's talk dude, about it. Dude, we've been like weeks out remodeling, getting Warbla from like the engineer guy, which is a great store, like right down the street, which yep. is thank goodness they have that in supply. Jake, let's talk real quick. Last, last year, you showed up okay. to Dragon Con. With no proton pack. I did. I did. Are we talking about this? Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, talking? What? Wow. All right. So I um, – You don't have to go super detailed. You can just – Yeah, no. I didn't have a proton pack. Someone else had it. They were doing some work on it for me and, um, you know, had it for a while and it got – it was getting down and I was like, hey, why? where's my proton pack? And it ended yeah. up – it ended up literally not being ready until like the day of Dragon Con, right. and they mm-hmm. they just brought it to me, and uh, you know I, I had it, everything was fine, but, but it was it's stressful. stressful. Yeah. It's stressful when you don't have it until you're at Dragon Con. I was just like, where's my proton pack? <laughs> right, right. It was very stressful, but I got it, and everything was good. And Abby, somebody you've done. Yeah, dude. I mean, currently my stress level, it feels just as high as with other, like, higher stress costumes. But 
I'm really just worried about my, like, John Connor jeans and, like, whether I can get the right baby driver t-shirt because, like, well, I did get the right t-shirt, but then I washed it today and then, like, a bunch of blue dye was on it. And I feel like that's somehow related to my Ghostbusters 2 flight suit. Like, oh, yeah. still having some, like, dye in the wash. So, yeah. that's stressful. But, no, I can think back to, and I was talking about the stock costume last week. I uh, I commissioned that, and I, like, paid somebody to sew the skirt and to build the hands and craft them. And she also made, like, a crown for me. And I remember that, like, everything on the bottom half was very cool, but the crown, when I put it on, was just, like, basically, like, cut out of foam. It was a little It was flimsy. extremely flimsy. And, like, the wig that I had crafted was extremely heavy and intricate, and it just, they weren't blending, so we had to make, like, a very fast, last-minute warbla crown. And it ended up being, like, heavy as fuck, and then, like, also... Uh, super tight because we used elastic straps that were like so, like so thick and so tight and this thing was just like compacting and compounding my head migraine and I was like yeah but I'm still wearing it yeah. and like you know I still like went through all that and like the last minute scramble like that's what that's where we're in like what we're in right now so right. we yeah. feel you is what and we're then saying anytime so costuming anytime you're wearing white mm-hmm. in, just in general in life anytime you're wearing white you're, you're risking you're gonna eat a hot dog like, you're gonna, you're eat, gonna a hot dog, eat some but, mustard uh, a Five or six years ago, Abby did from Venture Brothers a Captain Sunshine costume. Oh man! And you ended up just bleeding on it. You got blood on your finger somehow. Yeah, because there was a safety pin issue with like the uh, cape, and I kept pricking my finger and then readjusting (laughs) it with because I have terrible OCD, and I'm like, no, I need this to be perfect for every photo. Kept getting blood on it, so yes, it's it's good. So we're neurotic, and it's fun. Listen, here's the thing: costume and prop stress is real. I do feel better talking about it. Yeah, I feel Um, better now too. I'm probably going to be tossing and turning all night thinking about it. Dude, you're going to be waking up to go out and sand it at like 3 in the morning and then repaint it. Yeah, the neighbor it's the neighbor from uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is going to be out there yelling at me. Like, <laughs> Zelensky! It's 6 a.m. on a Saturday. Quit sanding. <laughs> Wait, my name's not Zelensky. Uh, so, yeah, it's costume good. stress. That, that's, that's a little pre-stress, mm-hmm. right? But that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anybody who listens to the show who does costumes or props, like, it... It happens. Yeah. And, uh, and it takes your mind, like, completely and totally out yeah. of it. And you're, I think the reason really I'm straight, yeah. we're two weeks out. I just wanted to be good. I'll probably finish it up this weekend. And next week I'll be like, guys, I don't know what I was worried about. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to me for all the other reasons that'll, mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll hopefully happen. So mm-hmm. um, You're doing better than Ben Affleck. I'm doing better. Thank you. <laughs> that was a good segue. Thank you. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Jake, did you read about this? I, I didn't actually. I, the first the first mention I saw of this was uh, your email. Yeah. So, um, Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother, actor Casey Affleck, uh, he was doing a radio interview, and Hollywood Reporter picked up on it. Basically, uh, long story short, he revealed that Ben Affleck, as of right now, is not doing the solo Batman movie after Justice League. Mm-hmm. He was under the impression that that was common knowledge, and the radio hosts were like, oh, uh-huh. that's breaking news, and he was like, wait, wait, is it? He has, like, that oh, fuck moment. Oh, yeah, so yeah. He, I was about to say, like, why is Casey Affleck the one announcing this? But, okay, because yeah. he wasn't supposed to be. He's just right. doing little brother stuff. Yeah, he's being a rascal. Hi, kids, we're home early. <laughs> that's fine. Wait, what was that? That's from the talk boy. From I'm really glad home you brought alone? up the talk boy. Yeah. Let's skip over this. Batman, new actor. Let's take a couple weeks to think about who we think should be playing Batman. Okay. Uh, I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but uh, there's a lot of great actors out there. We'll, but I want to talk about Talkboy for a second. Mm-hmm. I meant to bring this up earlier. You know what's really funny? The scene in Home Alone 2 
where uh, Tim Curry is coming up to find Kevin. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kevin's, like, doing the, the song in the shower with the clown. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That Tim Curry's, like, <laughs> It's fake. a weird nod. Like, uh-huh. I wanna, is there a meme where it's, like, Tim Curry's face... And then Kevin McAllister's face, and then the clown's face, and then Tim Curry's that face. That is weird because there's a drain there too. So like, a, there's a lot of little tie-ins. So is Home Alone two an it sequel? Is what I'm asking. Like a spiritual I think it is, connected yeah. it's a secret secret um, sequel. I guess that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, so. But Talk Boy's fun. Uh, but anyways, Kevin McAllister, he's a cute little kid. So yeah, he's just okay. like he's a little rascal. He's like he's <laughs> like a Casey Affleck. Right. Um. So, Batman. We'll see what happens. Justice League will be out in a couple months. But I do want to talk about this, because I know this is something we've all been wanting and been looking forward to for a long time. The news that came out yesterday, Christopher Columbus himself, <laughs> the, not the man who discovered America, uh, or thought he discovered America. Chris Columbus, uh, writer-director, apparently has finished a script for Gremlins 3. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh Dude, people were freaking out on our uh, group therapy page when you posted. Or was that just from our main Facebook? Page? Yeah, it was on our on our main Facebook page. Yeah. Um, Gremlins three's been kind of almost like Ghostbusters three in the fact that it's kind of been talked about for twenty years, but it was one of those things like, is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. Would it be a reboot? Would it be a remake? Would it be a sequel? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you guys think? What What is your level of excitement for a new Gremlins movie? Oh, I'm I'm excited, dude. I love yeah. Gremlins, and it's cool that it's it's him. You know, we got the same guy writing it. You know, he directed the first two, and I'm pretty sure he wrote the first two. And you know, well, if he's on. the Joe. I thought Joe Dante directed Gremlins. Joe Dante directed. Did he? He directed the first one, right? Okay. Well, Chris, that's what I was. think. Chris, I think Chris Columbus wrote them both. Maybe right. that's it. I'm going to look at his IMDb real quick, but yeah, I'm pretty he re- sure. He definitely wrote the first one. Uh-huh. He wrote them, yeah. Um, maybe not directed. I don't know why. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think it's cool. If he's if he's writing them, then hopefully it's not – it won't be something completely different. It will be in the vein of – yeah, I mean, and you know what? Even the first two are, are kind of – they're pretty different from each other. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but still – you know, like you want that same kind of feel. Like I, I'm excited about it, man. As long as long as they're oh, actually yeah. doing what they say and they don't use a whole bunch of CGI, right. which he yeah. said he said it will be heavy on the puppetry. That I'm fine. Yes. I'm cool that's with awesome. it. You know, yeah. But that, I mean, like that's great. But also, people say that kind of thing a lot, and then they make a movie, and then they completely CGI over all their puppetry. Hey, so. World. Um, yo, you know, Jurassic World, Ghostbusters, fucking the thing, everything does that. So, you know, as long as it ends up like looking good, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, I agree. Chris Columbus also, uh, wrote and directed, uh, Home Alone 2. Home Alone and Home Alone 2. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He also, he also wrote the Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking Um, at that. I like the idea of him writing it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I want, and we've talked about this so many times. I don't want some '80s writer or director who had their heyday 25 years ago directing the movie. I want an up and coming, right. hungry new. director. Yeah, you know, a, a Jacob Walsh, an Abigail Gardner. Yeah. I right, want right. somebody get me in there, put me in, Coach. I'll direct it. <laughs> I want to do it. Uh, I could do it. What if Yes Have some directed Gremlins three? Uh, are we about to? Great. Are we about to spitball a story right <laughs> mm-hmm. now? 
Should we get that girl gremlin back? Yeah. Yes. It's all about her and electricity gremlin. Was that the one? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Electricity um, gremlin, yeah. Is that a gremlin? That was a gremlin. Gremlins too, electricity gremlin. That's it, yeah. Uh, well, you know. You know, I always found in, um, in Ninja Turtles 2, at the very beginning when they're like, Donatello's looking at the wanted ads or the no the uh, classifieds for the apartment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he does a voice and it's like well with today's market the subterranean housing it's a Muffy and Buffy yeah. voice he yeah. sounds just like is this the same voice as the brain gremlin from Gremlins 2 <laughs> yeah that Probably was like not. the that's like a yuppie uppity voice for like an 80s yeah like movie a nah, rich nah. snob villain um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah. maybe it's the same guy uh, but I love Gremlins. I love Gremlins too. It's a huge part of our childhood. Um, I know Abby. You, it was not a part of my part childhood, of childhood at all. No, I didn't know anything about the movies, but I definitely thought that Gizmo was very cute. I remember like seeing images and like commercials and stuff when I was little, and being like, "I want to, I want to watch yeah. that." And then when I watched it, like I think I saw Gremlins like had to have been almost like four years ago. I saw it for the first time around Christmas, and I loved it because I was like, "Yes, small, menacing, little, cute asshole things." Like I love that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. I like it. And then Gremlins 2 is obviously, like, really over the top with, like, sequel-itis in, like, a really good way. And, like, it's silly and, like, nonsensical and fun and entertaining hey, as fuck. So. we have a cat named Gizmo. Yeah, I named her cat Gizmo because I was, like, really into Gremlins 2. When yeah. We got him, so. we, uh, the other option, it was either going to be Gizmo or cute little menacing asshole. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Bruce that's Wayne. His, that's the nickname. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. Bruce Wayne Campbell was the. Oh. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, With Gizmo. Yeah. Get another He's cat. good. He's got a small head. Uh, <laughs> he hides under the bed a lot. It's but yeah, good. like, Gremlins is one of those iconic franchises. <laughs> and, like, if they do another one, it'll be the same thing. A lot of people will be happy about it. And then you're going to have the grumpy fucking people standing in the corner with their arms crossed going, Just ruining my childhood. Just leave it alone. Leave it free. Uh, fuck you. Yeah. That's what I have to say. Dude, that's coming from another <laughs> Dude, place. I have no, There's a lot going on I in the have, world right I, now. I have no... Yes, have some anger management. I have no patience for, like, the the internet trolls and the fucking... Like, just everyone needs to shut up. We want some new Gremlins. We want some more Ghostbusters. We like the new Pennywise. We like the new Pennywise. Deal with it. Girls are funny. Wait. <laughs> There's, they are, but, you know, it's good. Um, I'm bleeding now. Oh, something happened. What? Oh, should we pause? No. I think we should pause. That looks bad. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's a no. bug bite. No, just give me a tissue. Okay. This is a real yes, have some emergency. What's next <laughs> on the docket? Are we done talking about gremlins? Sure. I am really excited, though. Okay. I think gremlins. Let's do it. Yeah, well, no, real, I love it. Real quick, though, story-wise, what, what do we think we want to see out of a new gremlins movie? Like, where, what do you do to up the ante? I don't know, but I, I feel like they'll probably... Um, They'll probably well. What they said in the in the article is that they're going to go a little more towards the tone of the first movie. You know, the mm-hmm. second movie was just like it a was parody silly. Almost. It was it was a parody, which I think I. I mean, I love both movies, but part two is definitely like it's more enjoyable to watch. Yeah. It's it's very funny and uh, the effects are better. But they did say like you know the the first Gremlins is part of the reason that the PG thirteen rating was created because yep. it was. You know, it was a little darker and like there there's also a scene like I remember they did like they showed they put gremlins back in the theater a couple years ago for like the flashback cinema thing. And it was like they they did it kind of early in the morning and a lot and a lot of parents took their kids. And I remember watching gremlins in the theater with a a ton of kids. (laughs) And and then it gets to the scene where like 
you know, she definitely talks about how Santa Claus is not real. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> kids yeah. watching this and they're like learning that Santa. There's like that whole weird thing where she talks about her dad breaking his neck. Yep. And like yeah. people die in Gremlins. Like people die in Gremlins. It's not yeah. like it I is mean, silly, but there's like also sexual. a little bit of. Yeah, there's also a little bit of like, you know, not for kids in there. And they said that um, they're going to kind of go back to that tone. It's going to be a little darker. They said that a question that they're going to raise is something that people have asked before about like, hey, if all the bad gremlins come from Gizmo, maybe the best thing to do is to just eliminate Gizmo. So he oh, was like, he yeah. was like, we're going to get rights like, activist. Yeah. He's like, we're going to pose that question. You know, that's going to come up in the movie at some point, like whether it plays a big part or not, that's still some pretty dark. Yeah. You know, that's a kind of a dark place to Ooh, go. We got to so. protect him. It's going to be like a modern thing. Like, uh, Gizmo is like uh, quarantine on the FBI's list of like terroristic threats. Oh, um, yes. And like, there's gonna yeah, like Abby just said. Giz- yeah. What'd you say? Gizmo uh, quarantined. Yeah. But like, some one girl is going to who's got a relationship with him will like you know rescue him and carry him in her satchel and yeah. I got a whole. F- I'm writing it. I'm but, working on it, guys. Well, there we've talked about it before, but there was that pitch of uh, Gremlins a couple years ago that didn't that didn't happen. Where basically. Somebody found Gizmo and sold him on eBay. On eBay, that's. Oh, yeah. I, I always that's thought great. that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, I don't. I think it goes against eBay's terms of service. I don't think you could sell a live creature. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea of you know Gizmo going international. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to see Gremlins in Paris. Yeah. Like imagine the Gremlins like taking on the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, like Japan. Oh. Yeah. Dude, they would. Dude, that's what I <laughs> animate want. gremlins. Yeah. Like, if they go to Japan, they would just animate it in anime style. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I mean, out of yeah. all the movies from the '80s, those franchises that you know are popping back up, Gremlins, Ghostbusters, and I'll say it: I've always wanted a fourth Back to the Future, but I don't know how you would really do it mm-hmm. and make it work. Um, yeah. Also, doesn't Gremlins 2 have, like, some weird musical moments, like, musical outbreaks and stuff like that? Well, there's a musical number. They all sing, like, all the Gremlins gather and sing New York, New York. It's amazing. I just, I really want one of those in the new one, too. Yeah, of course. If you're listening, Um, Chris, Columbus, They'll do, oh, it'll be like the uh, Gremlins are on The Voice. Yeah. Or, like, it'll be on The Voice, and, like, the judges turn around, and two of them are gremlins. Uh, like, and one's, like, tearing... He's like Christ- Simon Cowell. Yeah, one's, like, tearing Christina Aguilera's hair out of her uh, head, and it's like, da 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 Wait a minute. Get that voice like scene this. in there. Get, 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 get it in there. That's all get we're that saying. that voice scene in the gremlins. Um, but, yeah, like, when they talk about doing a second Goonies, like, I don't care about that. I don't really care about more Indiana Jones. Uh, certain franchises, I think, do just fit in the 80s and don't necessarily need to Translate. keep going forward. But I think Gremlins is something that's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a classic. And, and like, I wouldn't want to see another E.T. Like, I found, like, E.T. is, like, kind of a perfect movie. It's a product of his time. And uh, I just wouldn't want to see another one. Um, right. And yeah. plus, we're getting things that are reminiscent, like Stranger Things. Um, and I actually meant to mention this earlier. I think part of the reason why this build-up to it feels so big is because <clears throat> it's multi-layered. Oh my god, the toys for Gremlins three will be amazing. To think <sighs> that there's going to be a bunch of new Gremlins that like NECA can oh, get a hold man. of. Oh dude, man, dude, I just thought I didn't of that. Even think I about that. I can't NECA? stand up. Yeah, dude, I know. Oh, that's what, stand up, shit. dude. I know. That's what I was just thinking. Well, I was thinking about how. 
like the reason that I think Gremlins is so fun to play with is there you can like create so many different types and it's like an entire species and they're like fun yeah. and silly and like they break stuff and it's just I think it's entertaining and imaginative and I think that if they have a whole new batch oh of Gremlins, it's just, that'll be exciting to see the new toys. Imagine, what if there's, like, a thing, it's almost Artwork like Pokemon and, Go, mm-hmm. and, like, you have... <laughs> the marketing, like a, right. There's an app on your phone. Like catching Gremlins. Yeah, oh, you can identify yes. what kind of Gremlin it is. Oh, Dude, oh. yes. I love that. There's going to be, like, a Gremlin filter on Snapchat. Yes. I like how, Abby, I like how you, you referred to uh, a new wave of toys. It's <laughs> a new batch? A new batch. Yes. <laughs> You're Me like, too. oh, it could be like a whole new batch. Like a whole new batch. Dun, dun, dun. You know, like Dude. the tagline for you Gremlins too. You know, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 Jake, that's mine. It's they good. should sell. <laughs> Dude, they should sell a Gremlins blender. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, wasn't there a salad Gremlin or like a lettuce? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, why oh, haven't I, I done that costume? That's oh. clearly my spiritual gremlin. And like, if twins. I have one that I identify with most, <laughs> it is the salad gremlin. What I love it. <laughs> like, guys, can I get two? Can I have two side salads? No cheese? Uh, gremlins <laughs> 2, the, the twin doctors who are, like, who play oh, the, yeah. the guys yeah. from Terminator 2. Right. Um, yeah. I like those guys. And they do that little dance. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, it's good. Uh, but Dude, let's watch, gremlins, let's watch it before Dragon Con when you're up here. What I was Do going to say let's do it. is with it, it feels familiar and it feels exciting. It, it, but what I love about it, it's not blatantly depending on nostalgia to sell the movie. Mm-hmm. It just it. I feel like Stranger Things did a lot of the marketing work for it because part of the reason why people – there's probably people who are seeing the trailer for it who had no interest in it beforehand. Kids on bikes. But they're, they're like, like oh, hey. there's the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. This kind of feels like Stranger mm-hmm. Things. And Stranger Things obviously feels like Goonies and uh, Stephen King and E.T. and all that. So um, what I'm saying is bring Gremlins back and let's keep going. Let's keep going with the nostalgia pocket. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them out. Bring them out. Yeah. Uh, cool. What else? What else do we have in our docket before we go docket, to our stress? Docket check. Here we go. Um, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 coming out next week. The oh, yeah. digital version is available right now. Oh, yeah. Now. Jake, I'm stressed. Gonna, I was like, going to ask you about that. Yeah. And then, and then we can probably move on. Uh, how do you feel? So Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 <clears throat> comes out on Blu-ray next week. Okay. But it was released digitally last week. This is a new thing, fairly new in the last year or two, that studios are doing where about two weeks before a movie comes out, you can pre-purchase it, like on iTunes or Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I've bought a movie le- that way. I know Jake yeah. has. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Like, when it's something you love as much as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I feel like I... it I kind of compare it to, like, reading digital comics almost to reading, like, a tactile version because, like... And as a collector... What I'm saying is I don't want to get the digital copy. I want to get, like, the actual version because I like the experience of going into the store the day that it's out, having it be an event, having it be something to look forward to, watching it that day, posting a picture of it. Like, I like the whole thing. So I'd rather do that than have, a, like, a cheap, fast, easy version. You know what I mean? Like, I want mm-hmm. the long relationship. Right. And, um, no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, if it's something you really are dying to see – or want to see again, uh, there's also the thing where it's like if you buy the digital version for 20 bucks and then you're spending another 20 or 25 bucks when it comes out, um, that's actually what they want you to do. That's, like that's the, what they want you to do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 
But Jake, what do you say, I, man? I have a I have mixed feelings on it because I also want the DVD or the Blu-ray, but I, I I've done both recently. Like uh, so, Kong Skull Island came out, and um, it was actually available digitally almost a month. It was like three weeks before it was going to be released on Blu-ray. And I was just at home that night and it was like, Hey, Kong, like I was on voodoo and it was like, Hey, Kong is available. Like you could buy it right now. And I was like, um, I'm about to watch this fucking movie because I really loved it. It was really fun. And I was like, I'm going to buy this right now. Three weeks before Blu-ray. I want to watch it. So I fucking yeah. bought it and I own it on like voodoo. I still want the Blu-ray though. I haven't bought it on Blu-ray, but I was like, I'm going to buy it at some point. Right. Um, but then on the opposite end of that, um, you know, that new Japanese Godzilla film came out uh, last week or, or maybe the week before, and it was available on Vudu, you know, a week or two before. And I wanted to watch it so bad, but I was like, I'm going to buy this Blu-ray the day it comes out. There's no way I'm not going to buy it. And I made myself wait. You know, I was like, I don't want to buy it twice. I'm not going to spend $45 on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I waited. And it was hard because I wanted to watch it immediately. But I waited and just bought it on Blu-ray. Right. So, yeah, yeah I, think- I guess it's just how you feel at the time, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I would rather I would have I would rather have the physical Blu-ray. And you know what? That Blu-ray came with the code. So I now have it on Voodoo and yeah. on. And I mean, it would have been the same for Kong if I would have waited. But I just like I just didn't want to wait. Right. Yeah. There are some people who like just buy the codes, right? Like I know that can't be legal, but like. That's yeah. Done you for sure. People probably co- people probably sell them. Yeah. Yeah. I've know. seen people be like, "Hey man, let me get your." Code. I mean, I get why the studio. Like, I never accuse studios of being greedy. Like, they have to figure out in in the modern technology era, where people are buying less and less physical media for the most part. How yeah. do you get people to? How are we going to make more income? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I get why they do it. I think Answer the Call was the only movie I bought digitally before the Blu-ray release. Yeah. And that was more because it was Ghostbusters and. Like we hadn't seen it since it was in theaters, and I just we wanted I, to see the extended scenes. Really yeah, bad. I wanted, yeah, yeah, they put out the cut stuff. Yeah. Well, that is one cool thing that they do. If you buy the digital version, for the most part, it also comes with all the special features and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you don't buy Blu-rays and DVDs, mm-hmm. it's great for you. Definitely, um, yeah. Of course, there's a lot of people listening who are like, "I just download everything illegally." What the fuck are you guys <laughs> talking about? Yes. Well, you know what's funny? Like, Would I'm just gonna put it out a there. Purse? Most of my friends, <laughs> most people I associate with, illegally download things. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't. And Jake, I know, like Jake and Abby and myself, what? like, yeah. we really don't. Like, we, I mean, uh, listen, what? For the most part, we don't. I was like, but are we? No, but what I'm saying is, like, I rent movies off Amazon. Yeah, like, truthfully. I bought all of Fargo season two yeah. digitally. We respect it. We respect hey, the industry and the hard what? work and all that shit. I, I spent $7 renting fucking Open Water 3 yesterday. Whoa. Unless it's The Mummy. Jesus. <laughs> Can you retroactively, illegally download uh, <laughs> Open Water 3 and get your money I back? I wish. God, yeah. I wish. Um, yeah. Yeah, Jake's like, I'll show them. I'll watch it again. For free. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's one of those things, like, obviously, like, we are all from the generation that saw CDs go away and Napster become a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's too much work. Like, mm-hmm. if it's something I really want, I'm probably just going to buy it. Like, because yeah. I, like, I like owning 
we all and I have a feeling a lot of the people listening to Yes Have Some are probably the same way. Like we all like collecting and yeah, owning things. Like merchandise. Who has time for all that other shenanigans? Yeah. Yeah. My dad does, I think. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? Because I said shenanigans. Because you said shenanigans. Is that a new word? It's for like, me? yeah. You hey, at least I didn't make it you're up. You're deducting a point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Arbitrary point system <laughs> on Yes Have Some. Um, uh, cool. Well, why don't. I've already got my stress out into the world, but I think mm-hmm. it's time. Well, you guys want to do some uh, personal stress? Yeah. We can do it. Let's get personal. It. Let's get really personal. personal. Yeah. We've been talking about all sorts of personal stuff this episode. You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Now you want to get nuts? Come on. We, the new line of uh, Broad City uh, products. Oh, those are pretty personal. Is that my stress? Because I, I don't know. I don't know if you watch that show, Broad City, Jake. It's on. No, I've never seen. I it. know I've talked about it. It's really funny. It's uh, on Comedy Central, and it's kind of like the female answer to Workaholics. Like that show, it like premiered after Workaholics, and it's like very funny. And it's about two very open-minded, like smart, hilarious individuals who are female and. They are releasing a line of toys. I didn't plan on talking about this, but they're, like, not the kind of toys that we normally talk about. But they're, like, also themed, like, with the show. And I'm obsessed with the show, so, like, I want to buy them. But, like, I can't post a picture when I get the haul. <laughs> so I'm trying to be, like, kind of careful about what I'm saying. But who Why? gives a fuck? Who the fuck? Your Dude, mom's they're releasing not a bunch of, like, vibrators, and they're very awesome. And it's, like, I've always been, a- I've just been asking for this for a long time. Like, I don't know why there aren't more out there, like, themed like crossover, like <laughs> promotional with like, <laughs> I don't know, with you know, true marital aids, you know, um, I think that's cool. I'm trying to think of any other shows or movies that we watched that could get away with a line of sex toys besides Star. I'm sure Star Wars has one. I don't think Lucas and Disney are releasing them. Though. Well, they should. I'm sure there's knockoffs. Um, yeah, there is because you see them at Dragon Con. There's always people with lightsaber dildos. Yeah. <laughs> You guys have never seen those? No. Jake got really quiet over there. Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> this was not planned. I, I was just doing some research, you know, guys. Jake's just looking up. Uh, watching the entire first season of Broad City and that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's just funny. Well, because the show is like, I should just say this. I love the show as a woman because it's very open, like about all that kind of shit. And it's very empowering to watch women be funny and also be disgusting and gross and smoke weed and be hilarious and like uninhibited. And it, the, watching the show is like, it's like going to church for me, like as a woman and like, Jack made a church. yeah, exactly. And like, it's my best friend and I, it's our favorite show. And as soon as I saw those like toys were coming out, I like messaged her and it was like, Oh my God. It's so great. I mean, we like toys. That's yeah, we, we talk do. About. We do. Um, so yeah, fuck it. So for real now, Seriously. let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Like since we always put explicit on yes, have some. Yeah. Uh, sorry, kids. Sorry, children. Sorry, kids. Or when it comes early. when it comes to like adult toys. Uh huh. Are you like? Do you keep it in the package or? Oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> like, so do your parent like whose parents listens to this show? Mine do. Does your mom listen? I so my mom, mom probably. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. She doesn't if she can it. find it on the radio. <laughs> Oh, no, she definitely listens. She, mom, his mom messages me on Instagram. My mom called me a couple weeks ago and was like, I like listening to your show if I can find it. When, when it's on. I'm like, what the? Well, we love her, though. It's not on Sirius XM. Like, it's always in the same place. Oh. Um, Wait, dude! What? It should be. It's like though. the mandatory Metallica fifteen-minute segment. Uh, Here's the thing: if anybody out there works for Sirius and you want to put yes, have some on the air, this is gold. 
do, this is do good. it. Yeah. yeah. I'll talk about some vibrators and my parents. <laughs> Craig's mom. Oh, I'm wow. glad that you just said vibrators and Craig's mom in the same sentence. It's good. This is like a real mixed bag. Let's bring it back to something I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Every year at DragonCon, there's a group that walks around with lightsaber dildos. Yes. Okay. I've just missed them. Maybe I like look away because I get because for as much as I love it, I also I don't know. It's very. It's, it's just very, very, it's good. Cool. So are we gaining listeners What's, or losing are listeners? Are we losing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Cool. Some, some. What's your stress? Oh, uh, my stress, I, I'm stressed. I was, uh, what I wrote down for my stress is that <laughs> Halloween season is approaching. It was not what I just <laughs> said. Like, all this other stuff that I just talked about, I take it back. Um, no, yeah, I've talked about my horror window. And, like, last year we did, I started watching, like, I watched uh, – Jason movies and Halloween movies and Friday the 13th movies, um, Nightmare, like all that kind of stuff. So I uh, I want to start watching scary movies again, and I'm excited because uh, watching the uh, the It, like the Niebelt House experience and like Haunted House stuff was like getting me jazzed and like seeing Halloween stuff hit stores gets me excited. And obviously with uh, Dragon Con ending, um, It premiering, it just kind of like rolls into this big like scary haunted horror season. And so I don't really have anything that I've like decided to watch. So I was going to throw it out to listeners and to people and yes, have some group therapy Anything that, like, any recommendations that you might have, like, I jotted down Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've never seen that. Like, I've never seen uh, The Thing. Um, And obviously Stephen King, like, film, like, adaptations. I want to read the the book first, but, like, I'm open to watching, you know, some stuff. You you started early this week. You watched, uh, what'd you watch this week? You watched something. What'd I watch? Oh, 1408. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, I liked the short story a lot. It was actually the sh- that was the first Stephen King thing that I read back in November that like kind of kickstarted my Stephen King love affair, uh, which is still going on. So I really liked that short story, and the movie was like it was pretty good. John Cusack is like kind of soft spoken, so it's a little hard to understand him most of the movie. And Are I you feel like fourteen oh eight Blu Ray signed, dude. That's my stress because he's going to be there. So I don't know. I don't know if I liked the movie enough, but cool. and if I'm willing to wait in line, but. I'm going to go up to John Cusack and be like, hey, will you record a bumper for our podcast? And he's going to go, uh, sure. What do you want me to say? And I'm going to look at him and go, say anything. And I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> That'll be good. And he's going to be like, wait, I didn't get to. I don't care. I don't care, John Cusack. You made a shitty Stephen King movie. Yeah. You hurt Abby's feelings. Dude, no, my feelings weren't hurt. Like, I feel. Did you see the movie, Jake? Yeah, yeah, 1408, I did. Yeah, okay, right. So, like, it, it had some, like, good stuff, but it also, like, I felt like some of the special effects and, like... I, d- I didn't think it was great. Yeah, um, the added it story. Had a, it had some weird... Yeah, yeah, w- exactly. I was just going to say that. The weird backstory bullshit was not good. And yeah. I also like in the book when, you know, he kind of, like, sets himself on fire. I thought that was kind of cool. Doesn't yeah. happen. It, yeah. There's a lot of weird... It's very different. It, it starts yeah. off kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson is good. I like when he's like, it's an evil fucking room. Like, that was cool. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's in this. I like him as this character. Because that right. character was different from the one that's, like, written in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, What's going on? With, so they take a, a seven-book epic series and make it an hour-and-a-half movie, and they take a 14-page short story and make it an hour-and-a-half movie. There's something going wrong. Yeah. You know what's weird is, like, uh, those two, John Cusack and Samuel Jackson, are, are in that movie, but they're also co-stars in Cell, which is another Stephen oh, King adaptation. Weird. Oh, weird. Which I haven't seen or read that either, but it's out right. there. Right, right. 
I mean, Samuel Jackson's pretty great, but also, here's the trick with Samuel Jackson. For every amazing performance and every amazing movie he has, he also has like a movie you've never heard of that you're like, yeah. why did he do this? Right. But that's because I've, I've seen him talk about that before, and he's just like, I'll do whatever. He's like, it's a job. He's like, he's yep. like, it's I'm getting paid very well to be in all these movies, and he's like, I don't care. He's like, yeah, there's. I've seen him talk about it, and he's just like, yeah, I love getting you know Quentin Tarantino movies. But uh, you know what? I wanted to do Snakes on a Plane. Like, I, it mm-hmm. sounded stupid and fun to me, and I right. wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And he, he, like, he, he, he's like one of those guys who's like, I don't get these actors who just, like, they only want to do this. and want. He's like, I'm going to do as many movies as I can and yep. get as much money as I can get. Yeah. And, you know, for my family or for whatever. And, like, that's... That's what's cool about Samuel Jackson. He doesn't give a fuck. You know? yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. And like, I respect the fuck out yeah, of that. Yeah, he said with Snakes on a Plane, he's like, that's the kind of movie I'd want to go see when I was 12 years old, so I'm mm-hmm. going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I love when he talks about, I think he did an interview on Howard Stern, and he was like, he had done a bunch of the Marvel movies, and he was like, don't you get sick of, uh, you know, doing the Marvel movies and playing Nick Fury? And he was like, how could I? I get to wake up in the morning, go to work, and play pretend with Iron Man and Captain America running around. Yeah, he like, doesn't have to wear anything uncomfortable, and you know that crafty table is probably amazing. Oh, they're probably it's a, got a nice he setup. Pro- he probably only has to work one day on all of those movies, and right. he probably gets paid more than you know half of the other movies he yep. does in yeah. a year. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. Um, so cool. So you watched fourteen oh eight. You mm-hmm. want to watch? So Texas Chainsaw. The original is so good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you even with that? So with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, do you even bother with the other movies? I know the second one has a cult following, Jake, but you I like this. I like the second one better. Oh, wow. um, I like the second one better. The first movie, I, you know what? I feel like Abby, you're not going to like it. And it's just because like, it's one of those movies that it gets built. It, it is good. And it gets built up as being one of the greatest horror movies of all time. But yeah. if you, I guarantee you, like, Craig, if you go back and watch it, I, I watched it a couple of years ago, and I'm like, you know what? This is good, but it's also just people running and screaming. Mm. You know, like, you, you hear people talk about that dinner table scene a lot, and mm-hmm. it is, like, disturbing, but it goes on for so long, and you're just watching five weird people sitting at a table screaming. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, part mm. two, part two is very weird. It's way more like eighties. It's silly. It's kind of funny. It's got like Dennis Hopper's got, in it. Dennis Hopper is insane in it. And okay. Bill Mosley is really funny in it. And it's, it's, a uh, Peter Mosley's it's gorier. It. It's gross. Peter Mosley's got a pretty good part in it. Um, Harold Rooms, his boots, belt, but, elbow pad. It's all there. Two is, Two is just, I don't know, it's way different. I just think it's a more fun movie to right. watch. And it's like, it's easier to sit through. Like, yeah. part one, it's like, you got to be a huge fan of that movie to watch it over and over. You know, watch right. it once and you're like, oh yeah, this is good. But, you know, I don't know if I want to watch it again. But the right. rest of them are kind of like, three's very, you know, three I never liked. There's a part, there's like a weird one with Matthew McConaughey oh, in it. yeah, and I want to talk Renee about that Zellweger. And yeah. I actually think that one's pretty good. Like, a lot of people hate it. And it, it came out like, it was filmed before either one of them were very famous. Right. But it wasn't released for a very long time. And, and they like, neither one of them wanted that movie to come out. Right. But well, I, you I, know think what they did? I, I think it's not bad. 
You know okay. what they did? When they originally made... So it's called Texas Chainsaw the Next Generation or the New Generation or something like that. It's Next Generation, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is so... Yeah. The, that's that big in They're the They're boldly going. Boldly going. With uh-huh. The, uh, Riker's in it. So... You know. They filmed it, and it, it was originally <laughs> just going to be a remake or like a retooling or a reboot or whatever of the original. It basically is, you know. But then they kind of like retconned it to make it like a loosely affiliated okay. sequel. But yeah. just like Jake said, Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger in it, but by t- it was shelved for a couple of years, and then okay. they both got to be kind of popular, and then it was released. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I always liked the remake with Jessica Biel. I like Jessica Biel because I loved Seventh Heaven, so um, she's my bad else girl, Mary. The, the main guy in it is the guy who played Eddie in the OC. Whoa. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Marissa's no. Yes. Was it? No. No. Teresa. Teresa. Ryan's we just lost ex. Jake. We again. lost Jake. We might have lost our entire I'm audience here. base because we're talking there? very yeah. specific we, about the we OC. Met, like, you we hear just, me? Yeah, we hear you. We just. Uh, oh, oh, uh, you lost me. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Because yeah. no, we're hey, currently like in season two you, of the OC, like guilt watching me. it. No, you <laughs> lost me as soon as you said you liked the remake. <laughs> It, it, yeah, yeah. But then there's been like other. Craig it, sensitive. It's gone. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw is one of those movies that like that series will go on for the rest of our lives, and every couple of years there'll be a new one, and it's gonna be like. Well, I have to dip my toe into it, guys. So whether we there's like one the first coming, one or not, there's I'm one coming it. out soon. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. one coming out soon. No, definitely watch the first one. I'm going and to. If you if if you could give the se- if you if you can give the second one a try, they're both. I think they're both good. And if you if you watch those two and you still want to keep going, uh, I would I would maybe skip three and watch that next generation one. Yeah. It just depends on it just depends on what you think. Like if you like them, watch them. Yeah, cool. uh, I don't like any of the I don't like I didn't love the remake. I think Arlie Ermy is in it and he's amazing in it because mm-hmm. he's amazing in everything. Mm-hmm. But he's all I liked about the remake. I didn't I didn't like it. B- besides that, and then they tried after that they made a really weird one. That is supposed to take place like right after part one or something. Mm-hmm. And it makes it was really weird. And like it they mess around with the continuity and and like the main character, like halfway through, finds out she's related to him. And it's just, I don't know. It was fucking weird. weird. But there is a new one. There is a new one coming out. And. It sounds really stupid because it's like him as a kid. And I'm right. like, we've talked about this. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, we talked about it, but like, I'm I kind of want to watch it anyway. I mean, did they already make that movie? It was called Problem Child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> no, I can see that. Yeah, that uh, Junior grew up to be Leatherface. A lot of people. <laughs> um, I can see that. So yeah, no, I'm looking at like just a like a list of the greatest horror movies of all time, and like I've seen Empire has a list of the yeah, 50 greatest horror movies. The um, thing is on yeah, that, just, I definitely want to see it. That's a, that's an amazing movie. Yeah, and you were just out. talking about Halloween three, which I haven't seen the third one, so I should probably watch that. Yeah, we should watch yeah, it. That's a fun one. I like it. It's fun. Yeah. Um, speaking, and if you guys have suggestions out there, like post them on Yes Have Some Group Therapy, direct them towards me, tag me, whatever, and let me know your thoughts and all that shit. And then we'll so. do roundtable reviews. Yeah, sounds good. We'll yeah. narrow it down to like a distilled list. It'll be good. Also, speaking of this, this list that Abby just had pulled up, Empire Online, top 50 horror movies of all time. Guess what number one was? Jake, you have one guess. Wait, t- of hor- horror movie? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Don't well, think oh, too God, hard. It's, me. it's not Jaws, is it? No. No, but... No, I, I would say Evil Dead. No. Ooh. 
Uh, it's a little movie. Go Within. Go, that you probably like. Oh my god, there. it's The Exorcist, isn't oh. it? Oh. What the fuck? One more click. You're almost there. You're getting one close. One more. Uh, is it You're Nightmare? one rogue stroke away. All right. It's uh, The one Shining. What? Oh, the it's Shining. The Shining. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shane's like, whatever. Whatever. Fuck it. that. Fuck uh, The Shining. Fuck Jack Nicholson. Fuck Empire. Fuck all these movies. Yeah. It's, we're talking about dildos. Uh, oh, <laughs> I bought... So, in... in uh, Maybe I had a premonition yesterday that I was going to be extremely stressed out going into this podcast. That Jake and Abby are both going to be annoyed by my prop stress. So I I bought them gifts yesterday. What on the internet? I don't even know what I got yet. Yeah, you do. I showed you. It is a the it is a the shining lanyard. Oh yeah. Uh, that will be just for uh, Jake and I. Just for Jake and you. Amazing. For, for Dragon Con. Um, I appreciate it. It is based the, on the movie carpet, not the book carpet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. I just like referring it to as, yeah, it is a The Shining Lanyard. <laughs> I like uh, saying book carpet. Book carpet. <laughs> um, that's what we used to call this librarian. That's the name of the episode. Cool. <sighs> so, yeah, well, you're going to be watching some horror movies. Yeah, we always dive in. But I did. I think we watched almost all the Friday the 13th movies last year. I liked that. Yeah. Um, I had a really good time last year. That's why I'm excited about this year. So yeah. I just want to um, do it right. So, yeah, get those suggestions in. And, hey, maybe, maybe, I can't make any promises, uh, we'll, uh, we'll review one of them and we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll have you on the show to talk about why it's your favorite horror movie. When I say you... Yeah. Let's face it. I'm talking about somebody who we would approve of. We, can, we can't just let anybody on the show. Can't just let anybody. No, there's, there's a there's a screening process. There's some yeah. you know, interviews. Got to go through. No, nah, there's no interviews. Uh, I would love. We we have some awesome fans in group therapy, and I think that uh, if it, what I love about group therapy is everybody's extremely passionate about what they love. So if you have a, a horror movie. Uh, maybe Mikey Wood has a horror movie that he loves that everybody hates. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Maybe oh. Mikey Wood loves The Dark Tower. <laughs> Let's see. I'm not fan shaving. Oh, we so. love Mikey Wood. We love Mikey Wood. Yeah. No, he commented after we brought up last week we did User Stress, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, we talked about how um, he likes like all the DC movies and everybody. Mm-hmm. But he brought it up. He, he I think he was appreciative of us taking his stress and turning it into our stress, so. Dude, I'm appreciative of everyone else's stress. Like, it makes me feel better when I get on group therapy and read other people, like, talking about things in the exact same way that we do. And it, it gives me, like, a a feeling of, like, being part of something greater and not feeling alone. And I love it. And yeah. it makes me really happy. So, yeah. It's like I said, we were watching Game of Thrones last night. And uh, what's her face? Dragon? She's got ten names. I just call her Dragon. <laughs> Dragon. Dragon. Dragon Woman. Dragon Mother. Dragon, Dragon Woman. woman? Dragon no. Mother Woman was uh, talking, and she stopped. And I looked at Abby, and I said, "Rebellions are built on hope." Uh, <laughs> yeah. It had nothing to do with Mm-mm, it. It sure didn't. Uh, what is her name? Daenerys, Daenerys Targaryen. Yes, the breaker. The Khaleesi, of chains. the breaker of chains. She has like fifteen names. It was like a whole bit. It's like a whole thing. It's very funny. Dude, we, Game of so, Thrones has been really good. I'm glad we're caught up. I don't think, we, for having the kind of podcast we have, I don't think we've ever talked about Game of Thrones on this show. No. We, we all watch it. What we should do yep. is at the we end. We don't chase after it, though. Like, no. I don't think it's, like, our number one for yeah. any of us, but we all really enjoy it. When so. this season ends, maybe we'll do a recap and talk about Because, you know, next year's the, the last season. It's only four episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about it at the end of the season. We'll, yeah. Maybe we'll get some. There's a lot of theories going around. You yep. guys want to hear yeah. a theory that I heard today? 
Yeah, let's hear it. Spoiler alert, if you have not caught up on this uh, season, turn down the volume. Mm-hmm. There's a theory, and this is so stupid. That Jamie and Cersei are related? <laughs> <laughs> There's a theory that Bren, Brendan? Bran? Bran. 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 We try. That Bran <laughs> uh-huh. is the Night King. What? What? Because That's of, the, like the leader of the White Walkers? Yeah. Because of something that happened. he's like in, such a dick right now? Because he's like, yeah, guys, I don't remember anybody. I've changed. <laughs> I went to like the Raven Tree or whatever. I've, guys, I've changed. So he went to college. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I Who knows? It's probably yeah. not real. Okay. And it has something to do with one of his visions and how there's been a bunch of brands over time. And I don't know. <laughs> I haven't read the books. The people who read the books know way more about Game of Thrones. That is one Then thing. I respect you, first of all. The so. people who have read the Game of Thrones books, like, they kind of scoff at the people talking about the, uh, uh, the, uh, the TV show. It's yeah. almost like the Walking Dead comics when people are like, um, that already happened 30 episodes, or not, what are they called? Issues ago. Issues. I, I knew about <laughs> Negan well before you did. It's yeah. like, hey man, calm down. I didn't read Yeah, that. but that's part of it. You want to flaunt it. It's why Jake and I are bragging about knowing how Pennywise dresses in like Georgie's <laughs> photo album. I'm fucking, I want, I'm like, yes, I invest in that. And when you love something, like, you want to point when it you out. you love someone, you just have to let it go. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, cool. Abby. Yeah. Any other stress? No, that's honestly all of the stress. Oh, my last little bit of stress was uh, every time I go to see a Tom Hardy movie, his face is covered. uh, Because when I went to see Dunkirk, like, before seeing it, I looked it up really quick, and I was like, oh, Tom Hardy's in this movie. That's great. And then when I saw it, like, he's, uh, like, a pilot, and he's got, like, the the mask over his face all the time. So I'm like, god damn it. Were they, like, was he he in the... He was in the plane, and yes. like, uh, was the other guy like, "Hey, like, what's our plan now?" And he was like, "Crossing this plane." Yes. Was that did that happen? He was like, "Coming to die with your city, Dunkirk." Um, so it was. Of course. I was like, "Dad, that's my guy," because I saw God. Uh, like, this is him. I'm very excited. Uh, you can't. I know you can't see him, but you'll see him soon. And then it's like you don't because he's you know fucking playing the whole time. Oh, real quick, this has nothing to do. With, yeah, so guys, I was very stressed. This has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Uh-huh. But today at work, when I was working at my other <laughs> job, that's not podcasting. Some people were talking about pirates for some reason. No, Just, pirates. I, I, I don't know why they were yeah. talking about pirates, and I turned around. And out of nowhere, I pulled out a reference, which is probably the most used line in the trailer for this movie. Twelve years ago, they were talking about pirates, and I turned around and I said, you best start believing in ghost stories. It's from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, oh, shit. It, it was so in great. every trailer. The sleeper hit of the summer. I yeah. saw that in theaters. So and they looked at me like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I was like, oh, no. it's from, oh my God. It's from Pirate. Okay. Then I just. You like, I watch old trailers? Then I just said, uh, I, I fucked up my slime blower. And then I watched <laughs> it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, cool. Well, thank you for your stress. You're welcome. Jake, what about you, buddy? Yeah, Yo, Jake. I already did mine. Um, Craig did you his know. early. You, oh, yeah. You did yours at the top. Um, yeah. You know what? The thing that's got me a little stressed out is something, you know, I don't think we've talked about it much on this show before, um, but it's Star Trek. Yeah. Because I think I think we're all fans of, of some form of Star Trek. I really love The Next Generation. It's it's that shows in my top. It's very good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got we got the new the trilogy that came out within the last couple of years and it kind of like got people excited about Star Trek again. But but. 
ultimately like didn't really feel like Star Trek. It's very different. Felt more like Star Wars, but there's a new show coming out and it's called Star Trek Discovery. And it's going to be, this is weird. It's on CBS all access. It's like a digital. Yeah. So does that mean you have to watch it like on their website? Or it doesn't online always go well, right? I think it's CBS has their own like online streaming service like Hulu. Right. So that's weird. Yeah. Like, it's almost it's not exciting. Legitimate. It's exciting that there's going to be a new show because there hasn't been a Star Trek show for a very, I can't even like, I think Enterprise was the last. It was the one with Scott Bakula. That's Enterprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's been a very long time. Um, Love that guy. And it's uh-huh. uh, good. And so that that's happening soon. And it's like it's the thing that's stressful is that like so the previews are out and it seems a little confusing because it looks almost as if they're trying to make it more in the vein of the new movies. Mm. But from what I have read, it looks to take place in the original timeline from like the the original show. Yeah. So that's confusing to me because it's like that new stuff isn't really Star Trek to me. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's just so different. It's its own iteration. Yeah, it's totally different. It's so different. But it says like this, like I'm reading from it right now, set roughly a decade before the events of the original Star Trek series, separate from the timeline of the concurrent feature films. So that means it's like in the original continuity, so, so, not this new stuff. Uh, ten years before William Shatner and Kirk. Leonard yeah, Nimoy. Kirk. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. cool, cool. But what's like, but what's also weird about that is this show deals heavily, like the main plot of the show, in, is including the Klingons. Like, it's it's about like a you know a, a big uh, conflict with the Klingons, and I love the Klingons, but here's the issue. The Klingons have gone through so many changes in what they look like. You know, of course, like everyone knows that in the original series, they just they just looked they were just humans with like eyebrows and, you know, they wore weird clothing. Uh, Whenever the, the Klingons were brought back years later. They were what we know from like Star Trek The Next Generation, like with Worf, with the big, you know, fucking weird foreheads and the the big hair and everything. And I think that's the that's that's the Klingons that like most people know. You know, uh then the new movies come out and the Klingons look different again. And then this show, the Klingons look different again. And I'm like, but these Klingons are supposed to be before the original series. It's just weird. It's it's right. it's weird and it's confusing because I don't I don't know what I don't know exactly what they're going for. It's like they're trying to do both. They're trying to like appeal to the fans of the original series, but also the the fans of the new film. See, and, I don't think uh, that's I don't. So here, I know the new films make a lot of money, like they've mm-hmm. done well financially. But does I feel like those movies don't have. Like their own fan base. I feel like general movie going audiences and Star Trek fans go see the new Star Trek movies. But when it comes to like, 
I feel like Star Trek fans want something more traditional or more. Yeah, positive. that like episodic, like uh, social commentary, like there's, this like, little more like moral twists, like the. Yeah, they're not. They're not supposed to be like these super. Element. Yeah, they're not yeah. supposed to be these like super action packed slick things. ass. It's like fucking, it's not yeah, robotic. It's not Star Wars. It's yeah. totally different. And yeah, those which is two, what I like about those, it. Yeah, and those two can like they can coexist. Like you know, there's there's always been this big Star Trek or Star Wars. Like you can like both. They're 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 very different. It's not just because they have, you know, star in the name doesn't mean right. you have to pick it's, one. It's but very much a Martha situation. It's yeah. a, it's a mm-hmm. Martha situation. But I think I think the thing with the new I think the thing with the new movies is that the first movie did very well, and it was very even even though it didn't feel anything like. Star Trek, it was very well done. It was funny. It was exciting. It like got people interested in Star Trek. But two and three both kind of sucked. I you know, they, the they weren't good. They yeah, like it, the it fell apart. And I think their movies are probably at a point where they're they're probably done. I don't know if they're planning on doing another one or what they're doing there, but I don't know what I don't know what they're trying to do with the show. I don't know if they if they want to do another movie, if they're trying to get back to the the old Star Trek or what. But it's confusing because like I'm excited for it. I want it to be good. I want it to feel like Star Trek though over anything. I don't I don't want all this fighting around and you know everybody's running and trying to like that's not what Star Trek. Lens flare. We need more running in yeah. this episode. Yeah, I don't um, know, man. I want to watch episodes that take place, you know, in the fucking holodeck. Or, dude, yeah. You know what I mean? I just want to yeah, watch in like the 1920s. one-off. Yeah, I just want to watch like Film the next noir. generation. Had, the next generation and uh, Deep Space Nine were both very good series, and they had they had a lot of like very self-contained episodes and you know, personal conflict and stuff like that. And all that stuff is really, it's fun. And that's what star Wars or star Trek is. So yeah. Martha, um, <laughs> well, what's fun. What's funny is the, the only things that are similar about the original series and star Wars are the name, the word star and the fact that they take place in space, but they're very different. Um, they're very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I want to give it a chance. I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan in the world. I know we've watched a lot of Next Generation. I've mm-hmm. seen a handful of the original movies. Um, we I, met George Takei. And yeah, I've met George Takei, so there, there's something. That was something. Um, yeah. I, I think the Next Generation is pretty great. I think it's fun to watch. You could put on any random episode at any time and, and enjoy. Like Jake was just saying, a lot of them are self-contained. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you got Wes, you know, Wes the Crusher. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. beat that. You got Riker. Uh, you got Riker. He's trying to hang out. Yeah. Actually, what's interesting is uh, so like five of the cast members from Next Generation are going to be at DragonCon this year, but yes. William Shatner is going to be there too, in his own little signing room, yeah, like separate from be, the Walk of Fame. We're not going to see William Shatner, you know, amongst the people, among, intermingling with those brushing elbows, those low life Next Generation cast members. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. It'll be interesting to see. Dude, how the we're fans... gonna be mingling with them. We're getting that photo op. I think Star Trek fans are really protective. I think obviously, when you're a big fan of a franchise or, or whatever, you're, you're always gonna have a level of protection. I think there's a lot of uh, similar to you have groups of Star Wars fans who are di- very dismissive of the Force Awakens. I think you have mm-hmm. that times like a thousand. With the new Star Trek movies, I remember it's far more intense. Yeah, I remember after the first one came out, uh, it was maybe like the second year we went to Dragon Con. Abby and myself were in the food court. 
uh, we sat down at a table. We're sharing a table with uh, like a father and son who were in full uh, Star Trek gear. Yeah, and I. And me being kind of, like, new to the, the convention scene and even, like, the sci-fi fantasy fandom scene, I was like, hey, did you guys like the new Star Trek movie? And I remember the dad was like, we don't even acknowledge that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit, this guy's mad. He better eat those chicken tenders. Yeah, dude. Right. First of all, I love all those conversations that happen at the lunch table, like, down in the food court at Dragon Con. But, yeah, um, I feel like the... Kind of the sentiment or sentiment towards those movies is similar to uh, the way people felt about the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles a little bit, where it's like it's slick, it's shiny, it's not necessarily their version of something they loved. They want to see something that's like closer to, you know. And I guess there is that cheese factor, which is something that I like about Star Trek and having that like you know moral twist or like you know. Um, I always really enjoyed watching Next Generation, and I haven't seen the original series, so you know I don't want to. Go to it's very different. It, but, it's very different. Yeah. That's that's the thing about Star Trek is that there are, I mean, there's like I think four or five different shows that are all in the same continuity. Yeah, you know, there were there were there's tons of movies, you know, with the original cast and then with the Next Generation cast, and a lot of it is very different. Even though it's all in the same universe and a lot of characters kind of like go from from here to there, the original series. And Voyager and Next Generation, they're they're all very different. Like, I mean, obviously it's the same format, you know, it's a crew on a ship doing something, you know. But besides that, the tone is different, and that's the thing. Like, you can lo- you can love one and like, hate the other one, you know. But the one thing is that none of them feel anything like the move the new movies. So yeah. Yeah, uh, like I said, I mean, we dealt with it last year. If you're walking around in a Ghostbusters shirt, you get the, hey, what'd you guys think of the new movie? Like, people just, they want to talk about it. So, I'm sure there's Star Trek fans who are not happy about a new series happening. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I haven't actually watched the trailer yet, but um, like Jake was saying, it kind of looks, you know, a little bit like it might be indicative of the new movies. And I thought it was really cool in the new movie series how they tied it to the original with, like, the parallel timelines where you see Leonard Nimoy as Spock. Um, but I'm sure there's people who did not want that connection. Mm. Um, so, you know, fans. Yeah. If you're a Star Trek fan, let us know on group therapy. <laughs> also, like, let us know if you're a Star Trek fan. All your angry thoughts, yeah. Um, and just if you're a fan. If you're a fan of anything. Yeah. Uh, cool. Jake, anything else, man? No, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, you know, just besides, like, normal Dragon Con stuff is coming up, I... It, we were talking about it earlier trying to rush and I've been like looking for this stupid gray sweater on eBay for like a week or two. And it's the dumbest thing to be searching for and not being able to find. So that's stressful, but yeah. I pretty much, I've pretty much given up on, on that for dragon con, but, uh, no, man. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> Farewell and adieu to Jake's <laughs> fancy sweater. Gray and white sweater. sweater. <laughs> cow neck is so hard to find. It is. <laughs> it is, yeah. But it's like a good-looking sweater, too, so like I get why you want it. Jake, I there's, so f- real quick, it's the it's the fisherman's jumper, the sweater, the Irishman <laughs> jumper that uh, Quint wears very briefly in the movie. Doesn't he wear it yeah. with like a, like a smock? He, like a, he's yeah, got like he's cleaner. got like a uh, an apron like yeah. a like a rubber apron yeah. on yeah. it. Yeah. He's getting the chum ready. And uh yeah. 
It's impossible it's to find. It's hard to I, find. I found, I found like two that were very close, but the two that I found were um, not in a size that I need. So right. uh, the one from H and M, which is really cheap, looks pretty. It looks accurate. pretty spot on, and it only comes in a size medium. And I was like, "Hey, you think I could buy this?" And then just fucking stretch, stretch the it? shit out of it. But Dude, I was like, "Nah, probably yeah. not." I'm gonna buy it. And we're just gonna. <laughs> yeah. Should I just hey, buy it? You yeah. should buy it, and then we'll we'll have two quints. Wait, yes. two quints. Yes. <laughs> then what will you be, Abby? Uh, I can do a Brody. Two quints and a Brody. <laughs> two quints. Are... Yeah. You gonna shave that beard, Greg? Is there uh, another version of quint no. I can do? There's a third quint. Yeah, why not have a there, third quint? Well, there are. There is. Uh, oh. Whenever you see Quint in the, the first, the first time you see him when he yeah. does the chalkboard thing, chalkboard he's wearing he's wearing the same outfit except for he's got a different. He's not wearing that green jacket. He's wearing like a black jacket. Green oh. jacket, gold jacket. Nice. Who gives a shit. The oh. rarest Quint by far. The like shortest amount of screen time. That's no, what I'm gonna do. No, you should do the Quint like with no legs and just blood. Yes. Yes. Um, end of movie quint. End of movie quint. Cool. Uh, Just make a mechanical shark. It's easy. I'll let Craig do the paint job. You know what? What if at the end of uh, Jaws, when he goes, smile, you son of a, and he you know, blows up the shark. What if Richard Dreyfuss came up to him after that? This is what Paul Feig's version would be. Uh, <laughs> Richard Dreyfuss, but did you, uh, was that like necessary to, to say that? Like, Why'd you say that? And the shark would be like, my glasses were in my hand the whole time. (laughs) In my fin, in my nozzle, whatever that's called. Uh, Cool. Well, Jake, (laughs) I'm going to buy that sweater. If it doesn't fit you, then I'll just have a a sweater that looks like the one Quint wore that one time. Wait, so so now I got to, now I need to go ahead and order the, now I got to go ahead and order the, uh, the apron thing in case it, it works out. Well, it's from H&M, and all their shit runs small, so it's probably not even going to fit me. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Hey, Abby, you want to be Quint? Yes. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'm doing all male characters anyway, so I could add Quint to the roster. Quint to the roster. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm already trying, doing four when costumes. When we meet Richard Dreyfus, if we're going to do a group picture... We should do a group Quint. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we please have Christmas photos with all of us dressed as Quint? Uh, we've got be, so many planned that'd, photo that'd be shoots. The weirdest thing ever. Guys, let's do the calendar. Come on, let's do the calendar. Uh, it would be <laughs> funny if we all did, like, if I, who else did Richard Dreyfus clash with? Because if I dress as Bill Murray, yes. and Jake dresses like Quint. <laughs> hey, pro- I don't know, probably anybody else that he's been in a what movie What else with. is he in? Mr. Holland's Opus? Yeah. You can be the Opus. You can be the Opus. That's it. <laughs> do an um, Opus costume. Cool. It's cool. Well, it's gonna be easy. Yeah. Thank you guys for your stress. Yeah, thank you for thank indulging you. me in my actual yeah. Pa- panic. Yeah, you're okay, champ. Dude, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Thanks. It's good. We'll figure We're it out. We're gonna get you a toy. Thank you. I need one, like guys. I'm buying cream. a toy at Dragon Con. Yeah, buying some toys. Um, oh, Jake, I. Uh, this is probably something we could talk about off the air, but <laughs> we might be able to. We're all staying at the Hilton dildos. for Dragon Con, and we're all getting dildos. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> We might be able to have access to the breakfast buffet every morning. Oh, dude. My, oh, shit. Doing it. I, and what I said, and I quote, was we deserve it as a podcast. <laughs> I think we deserve a full. Well, we've done a lot of big dinners. We haven't done buffet. a lot of big breakfasts. Yeah. No, so, you're right. Yeah. Um, we've worked really hard. Well, listen, thank you guys cool. so much. We covered a lot of ground as usual. A little bit of a hodgepodge. I liked it. We covered everything. We talked about horror movies, talked about gremlins, talked about Dragon Con. We talked about some stress. And uh, we talked about. Uh, Adult novelties. Yes, good. That might be getting cut. We'll see. Oh, no. Oh, it's it's not. Sta- is it's it going to stay? It's staying. It's staying. <laughs> and, uh, 
I think the song will end. The, the song that you're hearing right now is Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the da 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 <laughs> What's going to be funny is you're going to be singing that over like a different part of the song. It's good. It's better. Or, or Craig just put a different song. Yeah, I just put in a different song. Dude, isn't that what like Charlie like needs the code for before he like dies? And oh, lost? Uh, I, I'm about to bring that up, so guys. Sad. I read it today. Thank you so much. Yeah. Carlton, for bringing up something really depressing when we're signing off. Yeah. Carlton Cuse, who was the uh, co-showrunner and writer for Lost uh-huh. with David Lindelof, just signed a new deal to produce shows for ABC. Lost was on ABC. Lost reboot. It's got to happen. Let's Coming. Let's bring it back. Oh, Put it out there. there. That's Put it. it out there. Yeah. Charlie will be back. Yeah. Desmond. It's good. All bring of back. Them, all excited. of friends. I've always wanted to see... What, we're going to say this for our Lost podcast whenever that starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Troy Benjamin said it should be called Yes, Get Lost. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Troy named it. I can't. There it is. Uh, I think there's a way that you could do Lost where you just do Lost again with all the same characters arriving on the island. With, but like, no recollection of what happened before? Oh, yes. shit. But we know but, like, them, but they don't know slight, them. Like, but things yes. are, like, slightly different and shit. Hold on, yes. guys. I just got unplugged because I got really excited. Oh, my God. Yes. That would be amazing. Whoa. Right? right? Mm-hmm. We can stuff? watch them, like, remember themselves yeah. slowly <sighs> and discover the stuff that we already know is on the island. But it'll be like the new Wet Hot American Summer where Bradley Cooper wasn't available, so they just cast Adam <laughs> Scott. Yes. Yeah. As Matthew Fox. Yeah, Matthew Fox will just be, <laughs> yes. like, Adam Scott. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, oh, I totally. Watched oh that. man, but like maybe this time John Locke ends up being like the protector of the island and not mm-hmm. you know vessel for the Man in Black. That'd be amazing. yeah. Wouldn't that be neat? Sorry, John. Let's not kill <laughs> off the best character. Yes. Don't tell Dude, me what I can't do. You know what I like is young fucking uh, Michael Emerson too. I'd like to. What's his uh, Henry Gale? What's his name on the show? Ben Benjamin Linus. Like I'd like to see more of him. He was always one of my favorites. So. Great. Bring back Mr. Echo, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Mr. Echo. Um, I could live without uh, Kate, I think. Yeah. I like Kate. Shannon. Could live Dude, without Shannon. No, fuck that. I love Kate. Yeah, in the new one, Shannon Boone just die immediately in the yeah. playground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, Sorry, Saeed. Sorry, no, buddy. Dude, Saeed's cool, man. Dude, I wouldn't mess with Saeed. Guys, lost. Whoa, yes, lost. it's happening. It's we're, you, we're already doing the podcast, so. Ladies sorry. and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for mm-hmm. episode 68 of Yes, I Have Some Podcast. Mm-hmm. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Please do not forget a couple thoughts. Yeshavesomecast.com. If you want to hang out with us, facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. At YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Listen, all joking aside. We live in a really crazy world. There's a lot of fucked up shit happening. Last week was North Korea. This week, literal Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What uh, the fuck? So, Jesus Christ. So, let's stay stressed about like trivial things let, like uh, paint jobs. Hand jobs. Yeah. Let yes have yeah. some. All, all the jobs. This will be a time capsule. We're capturing the moment as it happens. Mm-hmm. So hopefully next week. We can move on, and, and, and we won't have anything. Dude, next week we're going to be stressed the fuck out about Dragon Con because, like, next week is the be week, week before Dragon Con. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah. Gremlins Three. Let's make it happen. We've been trying to get Zach Galligan on this podcast for yeah. a year. Zach, if you're out there, if anybody in this, we're coming universe, for you. Yeah. 
We're, We're coming for you. all the gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in Atlanta. Yeah, I know. He we lives want... near my parents. So he better be careful. Okay. He could become enemy of the podcast. Watch out. He Edward could... Furlong territory. <laughs> Let me tell you what. He's not enjoying that. So. Edward Furlong? Yeah. Linda Blair? Outcast. There was Blacklist. a third one. Um, I don't know. Was there? It could be Zach. Chronicle Adam. Collectibles. In Chronicle Collectibles. Chronicle Collectibles. Oh, right. did that company. paint job? An entire company. <laughs> and I'll tell you guys what. I don't. It's a big I think, company. I'm, I'm gonna put this out there too. Ernie Hudson's close to making the list too. He's, he's been <laughs> he's been dancing with us. Yeah. <laughs> Ernie Hudson is close to making this yes. list. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, Ernie. Listen, you heard are it. You, I have you better call us back. We know. I had a t- I had a short hey. conversation with Ernie Hudson on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, we, I slid into his DM. Uh-huh. You slid, and he told me to email his Ooh. people, and his people will not email me back. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Ooh, it's not a good feeling. It's not. Uh-huh. Are we bringing you the last one to send a message? Uh, yeah. No. I know. I know yeah. that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I saw that read receipt. He saw that shit. Yeah. Come on, Ernie. Give us the three dots. <laughs> Give us more. Give us three dots. I want to see those three dots. Yeah. All right. No, we can never put Ernie Hudson on any bad list. No, we love you. He's great. My favorite. I'll end it on this note. If you ever want to have a laugh, find one of the interviews where Ernie Hudson makes fun of the train from Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, that's good. He's like, they told me it was going to be awesome. And then I saw it. Uh, Cool. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. We'll be getting ready for Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Don't forget horror movie recommendations. For Abby, yeah. Yes, have some. Group mm-hmm. therapy. Yep. We'll see you next yep. time. Stay stressed. Stress up. Good vibrations. Good.